This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Self-care means different things to different people. Medical research shows that taking care of oneself paves the way for better holistic well-being down the track. But doing so isn't always easy for women with a household or children to manage, even more so for working women. This episode of our Settlement Guide explores some of the ways you can incorporate self-care into your daily life. Logan-based mother of three boys, Fatima Hasa, was not in a happy place, working full-time whilst struggling to manage her young family. Desperate for a change, she joined an intensive week-long personal development program and realised that she needed to take care of her own well-being. I was very overweight. I felt really tired and I felt like every day was a chore. Oh, I've got to get up. I've got to get the kids ready for school. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I'm giving so much of myself to everybody around me except for myself. And I felt that need to raise my standards. Dr. May Lee Wong is a GP with Jean Hales for Women's Health, the presenters of Women's Health Week. She likens self-care to putting an oxygen mask on yourself before helping others. We know that women often do carry a lot of invisible burden, including mental burden on themselves. And if that is not well adjusted, it can manifest itself in a lot of physical ailments uh, and being unwell. If the women keep themselves well, everyone around them benefits. A recent Victoria University study on the state of self-care in Australia shows that up to 80% of heart disease, stroke and type 2 diabetes and over a third of cancers could be prevented by better self-care by doing things like regular exercise, healthy eating and quitting alcohol and smoking. Dr Wong says self-care means looking after your mental health as much as physical health. If you don't sleep well, maybe there's anxiety or depression, which in some communities, these mental health illnesses is actually not recognized. So sleeping well, eating well, having a really good routine, have exercise scheduled into your routine. According to the Federal Department of Health, women are 1.6 times as likely to have coexisting mental and physical illnesses as men. But Beyond Blue's lead clinical advisor, Dr Grant Blaschke, is concerned that people from some cultures tend to avoid discussing mental health issues with their GP due to social and cultural stigma. He highlights Beyond Blue's findings that close to half of all Australians will experience a mental health condition in their lifetime, with one million having depression and two million suffering from anxiety in any one year. If they have some stresses or can't sleep or their mood is low or they're fighting a lot with their partner, they would think, oh, this is not a problem for the GP. But actually, the GP is like the gateway to Australia's mental health system. They can do what we call a GP mental health plan. And it means that you will get support from specialist mental health providers like a psychologist, for example. Marcella, a Brisbane mother of two, suffered from postnatal depression after the birth of her first child. It wasn't until she actively started incorporating self-care in her routine that she's regained the zest for life. If you do five chores, then you have to do five things to look after yourself. Like you do your own manicure, do your proper 
shower a proper long bath, stuff like that. Then you go take time to brush your teeth. Marcella goes for regular pedicures, manicures, massages and walks. In addition, she also listens to guided meditation after a busy day. And sometimes, simply taking 15 minutes to drink a cuppa also makes a world of difference. Having a cup of tea or a cup of coffee quickly, that, that means nothing. Drink it with no hurry and look outside to the trees or be in the garden. However, Dr Wong says women who face the language barrier may fall through the cracks of the health system. Not having the independence to speak to a culturally competent professional also hinders their overall well-being. If they're single or slightly older, they may not have a lot of health literacy to know that Australia has very, very good women's health screening programs such as pap smear program or breast screen program. And unfortunately, these women often would have a lot of barriers stopping them from coming forward to approach a GP. Maria Hutch is a senior policy advisor at the Multicultural Centre for Women's Health. She says depending on individual circumstances, self-care can mean different things to different people. For some, it may come down to staying safe in an abusive household. Taking active steps to really notice what makes us feel safe and healthy and that we don't have to wait until we feel really bad to seek support. Her research shows that self-care is intimately connected to community care and that stronger individuals ultimately form better communities. It's really important to acknowledge that sometimes we can't change how we feel. No matter how hard we try, we have to be kind to ourselves, really treating ourselves like we would treat a really dear friend, taking small steps to staying connected and doing things that we enjoy, walks with somebody else, meeting someone for a meal in a park, talking to someone who we trust. Two years on, Fatima Haas has not only shed 10 kilos, she's also lifted a huge emotional weight off her shoulders as a completely different person. She can now give her 100% as the best version of herself, regularly hitting the gym, praying five times and learning something new for half an hour each day. That's on top of homeschooling her three sons during COVID-19 lockdowns and working as a relationship coach. The growth doesn't end. I feel like I've awoken this hunger within me, like I want more. You know, happiness lies within progress. And if you are making progress, you can experience that through joy and happiness. Prioritise your self-care this National Women's Week from the 6th to the 10th of September. For tips, go to www.womenshealthweek.com.au. For emotional support, call Beyond Blue's free 24-hour helpline on 1300 22 46 36. To access a free translator for any service, call the Translating and Interpreting Service on 131450 and ask for your designated service provider. Call 1-800-RESPECT on 1-800-737-732 if you're suffering from domestic or sexual abuse. If your life is in immediate danger, call 000 immediately. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.